you know, if change comes from manipulation or control, the question I kind of ask here is like, how long is that change really going to last? Yeah. Welcome to Marriage Talk. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Valerie. And we want to say thanks for joining us today as we are going to be today talking about the topic of tough love. Now, this can be a tough topic to talk about and we're going to unpack some of these things, but there are times when we talk with couples and realize there are some destructive, toxic, uh, even abusive things going on. And so it's more than the normal arguments or the disagreements, even more than just our own preferences that we have. You know, those are kind of the things that like every marriage struggles with or faces, deal with those types of things. What we're really talking about today is when our loved one is harming themselves, us or our kids, and they refuse to get help to stop this harmful behavior. Now, right up front, we want to say this with that as well, is that we recommend professional counseling in those cases. That's right. But we did come across this really well done, at least we think it's well done, and really well thought out article. Mm -hmm. And it was put together by Focus on the Family. And they do have a professional professional counselor that helps them with this sort of thing and it's called tough love in adult relationships and we did include the link to the article in the show notes and so in the article they they do mention that working with kids or teens there are some similarities to what we're going to be talking about today Mm -hmm. but there's some notable differences and so just wanted to highlight that up front that we are specifically talking about adults either spouse or adult kids or that kind of thing right yeah Yeah. and so today uh we are going to be talking about tough love and the article from focus on the family sharing Mm -hmm. some of the things that they said in the article but Before we do that, uh, we wanted to hear from you, Sheldon. You were able to go away on a spiritual retreat a few weeks ago, and we have not gotten an update. How did it go? No, I haven't had a chance to share, and it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, I mean, we had (laughs) planned it a little bit, but... Honestly, we knew it was coming. Yeah, but it was just like, oh, here's the time that it would fit, and and we, it, we were able to get it in. So that was interesting, just even dealing with that. Like, not last time I remember, I was like processed it and knew what was happening. This life one, life was busy, and so we thought, oh, you'll do it in the fall. But right. then there was a window ah, of a yeah. couple days, and so it was like. Ah, let's quickly seize the opportunity right. and send you now. Right. <laughs> send me away? Like, I don't know what... It was good for you. So, <laughs> yeah. yes. It was really good for me. And once again, just want to say thank you to my sister and our brother-in-law. They have a cabin, which gives us this opportunity to, to do this. But it was a really good time. This time around, I spent the time reading... Uh, reading the Bible and I really specifically working my way through the gospel of Matthew and Mark. And and it was interesting because the one morning I woke up and I went down to the beach and I was reading the Bible and I'm like, this is like what they would have been hearing, Mm -hmm. right? Like a lot of Jesus's teachings or some of Jesus's teachings happens on, on the, on the shore or around a lake Mm -hmm. and out in nature. Out in nature. (laughs) Yeah. And so I'm hearing the water rippling and I'm like, this is what 
part of it would have sounded like. Now, of course, minus the jet ski that right. was off in the corner. Yeah, there that was, probably wasn't back in <laughs> biblical times. Yeah, there was two guys on a jet ski, which, you know, took away a little bit of the ambiance uh, noise and things like that. But it, it was just that. It was two guys and myself on a beach. And, and so it was really quiet. Uh, and so that was a really cool experience. And then this other time, the very first night, I went for a walk and I was just praying as I was walking down the trail. And you know those prayers in your life where you're like, God, use me. Like, God would just use me to bring you glory and you want, like, I'm willing to be your servant. I'm willing to go and, and do what you've asked me to do. So that's my prayer. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's sincere. Like, yeah. I, I'm really praying Good those prayer. things. <laughs> and I come around this corner on the trail and there's this boy sitting on this rock and he's he's curled up in a ball and his face are in his hand. And when you say boy he was what grade 11 yeah yeah older boy i guess so yeah older boy yeah yeah yeah. young adult he's grade 11 and and he's just sitting on this rock and there's kind of this heaviness in the air and i hear this voice that says like ask him what's wrong and i'm like well that's weird like why would i ask the stranger what's wrong like we're that's not no, that can't be what I'm supposed to do. And so anyways, I, I go around the turn again and, and keep walking down the path. And and uh, I hear this voice that says, I thought you wanted to be used. I'm like, Lord, I do. Like, I'll keep, like, use me. And he's like, then turn around and go talk to the boy. And I'm like, wait, what? No, I missed it. Anyways, I did turn around and I ended up sitting on the rock with this grade 11 student and he shares about how he struggles like what's going on in his life and having an argument with his parents and his parents are really frustrated with him he struggles with OCD and so he has some of these other non-typical things in his life going on and anxiety and depression and so we unpack all this stuff for about 30-40 minutes I have a chance to pray with him and and then I continue on and we came up with some strategies for his life of like how he could navigate some of the things in the in the coming days what was happening in home and and so then I go on my walk after I pray with him and I come back down the path again I walk so far and then I come back and as I'm coming back I have to cross the same part where he was at and he's still there but this time he's on his feet he's smiling he waves to me like there's this whole like new freshness in the air which was yeah, it was just really cool to be part of that. I almost missed it. Like, I was just like, <laughs> Lord, use me. And I'm thinking these grand things. And I don't know. It, it doesn't have to be grand. In that moment, I got to be used. I have no idea what has happened with that gentleman or, or things like that. And, and I don't need to know. But, like, in that moment, I know I was being used by God in that moment for that time with that person and I don't know it was really cool yeah. but it was a it was a neat like noticing in my own life that like I I'll still even walk past things because I might feel uncomfortable or I might yeah. be like ah, I don't know is that right and, yeah it's not the picture he had in your mind of God use me <laughs> yeah maybe that's what it is it's like God use me but here's what I'm thinking of. yeah and God's like no like I will use you even in these and this I say that it's not a small moment this could have been a huge moment in this in this grade 11's life, who knows what he was thinking yeah. and processing and what he was doing. I will say the air around, it just felt so heavy when I stopped to visit with him. And as we visited and prayed, like that got lighter and lighter. It was it was very interesting. So 
All in all, it was a great time away. It was different than the last time. The last time was like that silent retreat. I did have music this time. Nice. In yeah. fact, my sister texted me after because they have, uh, what's that thing you speak into and it, it just plays music for you? Oh, Alexa. Oh, yeah, yeah. There <laughs> We're it is. not techies. So we no, don't have Alexa. <laughs> no, I don't have Alexa. So they have Alexa. And so I'm just telling Alexa to play all these songs and artists that I really like. And so my sister texts me later on. She's like, hey, thanks for the new playlist. Some of these so <laughs> songs are awesome. And so anyways, I was able to even give introduce my sister to some new music uh, as well. So yeah. that was the spiritual That's retreat awesome. this good, year. Good life lesson in obeying God in the big yeah. things, the small things, when it doesn't look like what we imagined. Yeah. Obey for, God. <laughs> for sure. And I wonder... Like, it's a small thing in our mind, but it's like, that could be a big thing, right? Like, I wonder if we should even just erase those, like, small thing, big thing, and just be like, use me, God, in any moment, yeah. I'm yeah. ready. And what seems small to us, it may be really significant to somebody else. Like, Anyways, I'm not yeah. disagreeing with what you say. I'm just like, I'm processing that in my own life. Because I say, I yeah. think I even introduced it too, like this was a small thing. I'm like, yeah. no, like it doesn't have to be. Well, and the old saying that talk is cheap, right? And so we can say those things to God, <laughs> but if we don't have actions that follow it up, it's like, do we really mean it? Are we really willing to yeah. put ourselves out there and obey God? So, yeah. So I'm, awesome. I'm so glad I turned around and that I did have a, have an opportunity to talk with the, talk with him. And uh, yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Anyways. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. 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 So, okay. We're going to dive into our topic Let's do it. tough love yeah. it is the topic for today and we <laughs> want to be a tough one <laughs> we want to say this right away we are just going to be scraping the surface on this topic we are right. really going to be sharing what we uh, read in the article yep. like we said we're not experts and mm -hmm. we don't claim to be and so we just thought this was helpful information and we'd pass mm -hmm. it along mm -hmm. and so again there will be the link if you want to read the whole thing in the show right up yep yeah. Well, let's start start with, you know, what tough love is not. And this is how we're going to break this out. We're going to talk about what it's not. We're going to talk about what it is and unpack it from there. But let's start with what the article says that tough love is not. Why don't you start with the first one? Sure. It is not about our preferences. So we're not talking about, you know, how we load the dishwasher or <laughs> fold the towels or Are even, they different from each other? <laughs> they are. Even spending that year-end bonus that we got from work. Just the casual frustrations right. that all relationships experience. Mm -hmm. That's not what we're talking about to use tough love for. Mm -hmm. So just to clarify yeah. that. Yeah, it's also not a one-size-fits-all solution. There are many layers to these things, and so it may look different for each relationship. And it also, like, it may look different depending on what has happened or even how many times has happened. And so it might look different even in our own relationship depending on what it is that when we're having to use tough love and, and what that's going to look like. And so what's worked for one relationship may not work in another relationship. And these things, these things are, are complex and understanding that there is not a cookie cutter formula to this. I think that's really helpful as we begin to think through what does tough love look like in our own relationship, in our own lives. This isn't a cookie cutter style formula 
that's like here, here's ABC. There are some steps that we take, but it can look different. Yeah, yeah. It's also not done out of punishment or revenge. Mm. And so with tough love, we we can't approach this with the mindset of I'm going to make you pay for hurting me. Mm-hmm. That's not what it's about. No. And it's also not about manipulation or control. The article says that manipulation is an attempt to take away someone's free will and replace it with our own desires. I mean, we can't control someone. Like at the end of the day, when it all said and done, like we really only control ourselves. We control how we respond to things. We control what we say. We control like that's really the only thing we control. And, and, you know, for me, if I feel like someone's trying to control me, I find that I can dig in my heels a little bit more. Like, I, I think it's depending on the situation and what's happening. But I think that's pretty normal. That's a really normal response if you feel like you're being controlled or manipulated to fight against it because that's yeah. not the right way to do it. Yeah, yeah, right. And, and I also then think, you know, if change comes from manipulation or control, the question I kind of ask here is like, how long is that change really going to last? Yeah, because it might be a behavior external change, but there isn't a heart change. There right. isn't a true change going on. Yeah. 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 Uh, It it also doesn't deny the importance of boundaries. And so boundaries are needed, which we're going to talk about uh, in a little bit. But tough love, it's not this harsh, cold, withdrawn kind of thing. Mm. Love is still a part of tough love. It's also more than simply setting boundaries. It's, It's firmly addressing that destructive behavior without being harsh Mm. and here's the other thing it's not easy right like no it's hard to work through these situations it's hard when we have to use tough love it is hard to implement it it's 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 hard to draw that line in the sand with tough love and then stick to it Mm -hmm. even when we know it's the best thing to do the right thing to do it's still Mm -hmm. not easy right it could take a really long time and a carefully thought out plan and even with that here's the thing it's going to be painful mm. for both sides of right. the relationship and really for everyone involved mm-hmm. so that's what the article was saying when it came to kind of saying like what tough love is not let's switch gears a little bit or look at the other side of the coin and, and let's talk about what tough love is or at least what the article yeah. was addressing and saying this is what tough love is sure yeah and so it, it's really about addressing harmful behavior in family life we identify this as the three a's abuse adultery addiction and so in the article, they even went deeper than that. They named those things and, mm. and all kinds of abuse, right? Sometimes we hear abuse and we just think physical. But there, there's physical, there's emotional, there's mm-hmm. spiritual, there's financial, there's sexual. Because mm. that can happen in a marriage too. Any kind of abuse. The article, it even went deeper in it. It listed violent anger, dishonesty, uh, complete financial irresponsibility, an unwillingness to ever own up to their mistakes or their sins. Mm. And so these would be some major red flags that need to be dealt with and are going to require some tough love to Mm -hmm. get that out of the relationship. The article is also talking about that it is about becoming self-confident. 
Now, this means that we don't lean on others for approval. Even when it's difficult, we can respond confidently, but there is going to have to be some work to become self-confident in ourselves and in the ability to use tough love to stick with it because it as we said earlier this isn't easy and so there's going to have to be some of that self-confidence that's built up in ourselves to be able to use tough love yeah and this was one i really had to work on in my own life is building up that self-confidence to have just an idea of what does this look like? Hmm. How do I advocate for myself and how do I speak up in a way that is honoring and helpful without just sliding into the sinful, harmful behavior myself? Hmm. And so that took some some intentional work Mm -hmm. to figure that out. So tough love is also about learning self-acceptance. And so this is really about moving away from the thought that our spouse, you know, quote unquote, completes us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always want to use the Jerry Maguire thing, but I think we shared it once before how we tried using that with... Uh, yeah, younger people. You know, it's not a... They don't even understand anyway. It's not the whole, a great like, movie anyways. You, no, it's not. But the whole, like, you complete me. But that's what we're saying here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, it's about being whole as an individual in our relationship with Christ. Christ makes us whole rather than thinking, I can't be me without my spouse. Mm-hmm. Or because we're also talking about adult children, right? Yep. Yeah. So, or adults, a spouse or person without this other person. Right. Right. It's also about being grounded. Now, this has really two parts tied to it. First, we don't gloss over the hurt that's happening. And secondly, we confidently remember that our foundation is in Christ. It's not about over-spiritualizing. It's not about sticking our head even into the sand and just ignoring things. But it's really about having a realistic view of ourselves and then also having a realistic view of the situation, whether that be in that understanding ourselves, what we're even contributing to the situation should be something that we're able to identify and be grounded in as well. Yeah, it's also about correctly understanding boundaries. Knowing the difference between truly helping someone versus enabling their sinful behavior because that can be a fine line. (laughs) And the Bible doesn't teach us to enable sin And this is where the boundaries come in. It's about knowing our boundaries and our own personal responsibilities. And this is what they they said about this one. I'm just going to read it from the article. Mm -hmm. Personal boundaries mark where you end and where someone else begins. Boundaries define who you are, protect what you value, show what you're responsible for, and keep you safe. You have the right and the obligation to safeguard your own well-being. Be honest with yourself about what you can and can't control, what you are and aren't responsible for, and where you may need to course correct your relational interactions. It's also about compassion. Just may not be the way some people think compassion would look like when it comes to implementing tough love. You know, often we make the mistake of thinking that, you know, that the 20 second chances is, is what will help like <laughs> yeah. over it's and no over. no longer a second chance then. That is way <laughs> yeah. beyond that. Yeah, it's gone a little further than that. But but realizing that true, sincere love will, it will do the right thing. 
even when it's hard. That's what true love is. And, and that is being compassionate. Uh, being compassionate enough to realize that enabling someone in their behavior that's destructive and sinful and hurtful, like that's not helping anybody. That's right. Not helping any relationship. It's not berating, but it's also not leaving us in this, in our brokenness. And, and so there is compassion that's there, but again, compassion actually, and, and true love actually does the hard work and actually does call these things out in, in a compassionate way, understanding that we're broken people as well. And, and we do wrong as well, but, but we don't, slough off someone's destructive toxic behavior of just like well i'm also i also sin or i also do those things we do address these things with compassion yeah and that really that's what jesus did right yeah. he, he whenever he interacted with people he didn't leave them in their brokenness and just say they're there it's okay right. i know you're struggling right he he would call them to something greater yeah and and to leave that sinful behavior and really that's what they were talking about in the article yeah well i think even in the article they allude or they uh, talked about the conversation that jesus has with the woman at the well and he engages with her in her sinful behavior, but he also doesn't leave her there. He yeah. gives her hope. He gives her the answer. And and that's what you're saying here. Like Jesus does call out the wrong in a compassionate way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So tough love is also about recognizing free will oh, that tough. we have a choice. We have to choose it, mm. right? Even though it's really difficult because sometimes that means that we have to watch our loved one destroy their life yeah. and make a mess of some relationships and situations mm. in their lives mm. by the choices they're making. But just like God gives us the choice to decide, we also have to acknowledge others' right to choose. Mm -hmm. Which, that's like, th this is tough to sit by and to watch. It is. And there's no easy way to say that, except for we want to acknowledge that this is would be a really tough thing to do. And this is potentially where some of those boundaries that we set then start to get pushed a little bit because our heart breaks for our loved one. Our heart breaks mm -hmm. for the person that we're trying to set up these boundaries. Yeah. And there's fear, right? With. Like what what happens if mm -hmm. if they won't change, mm -hmm. if they refuse? Mm -hmm. Right. And so we want to recognize that, that this is not a, not an easy thing, recognizing that there's free will. Uh, tough love is also about becoming strong. And now becoming strong enough to do the right thing, even if it costs us the relationship, even if it costs us in the relationship, are we strong enough to decide to keep ourselves and our kids safe, uh, to protect our well-being? Can we even entrust our loved ones to God to realize that we can't beg, we can't manipulate or force them to make the right choice, but are we able to be strong ourselves and trust God to do really what only He can do? You know, often we need help with this, uh, especially if there is yeah. abusive or, or even like toxic activity has been happening for a long time. It can be so helpful. I mean, even necessary, actually, yeah. we could even say like it's necessary to have someone you can trust to speak health and balance into your life. And I, I'm just processing here as we're going through this and talking about it. 
just the stand, like, I mean, we you had to implement some tough love in our relationship. We'll get yeah. to that a little bit later. But, I, like, I think this is where we have that empathy and that understanding of this isn't easy. Yeah. Like, how did that go for you in terms of, like, when you started implementing these things? Because you don't know how I'm going to respond. You don't know what I'm going to do. Help us understand, like, your how did you process of saying, you know what, I'm still going to do this. Understanding Sheldon has free will of choice of what he decides, but this really needs to be addressed. Yeah, I think for me, ultimately, it came down to me surrendering you and our marriage to God, saying, God, I trust you. God, I love you more. Mm. And I know this may not go how I want it to go, but you're enough for me. Mm. Even if Sheldon leaves, even if our marriage falls apart, God, you are enough and God had me on a journey. Mm. I I had begun to 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 gain that strength, that self-confidence, that identity of knowing who I was in Christ and what love actually was because right. I I, th- I thought that love was just giving people whatever they want, <laughs> right? And and not seeing love as this strong, beautiful, fierce mm way of living and doing life mm-hmm. and and this mindset of I'm willing to fight for what's right and good and true and yeah. honoring to God. And so I, I had done that work ahead of time in in developing that. And, and a lot of what the article talks about, and we're going to talk about this again next week because there's too much to cover, <laughs> yeah. but some steps to put in place to, to kind of head down that journey of that building that strength and that getting it straight in your own head. Because mm. sometimes when... When things have been unhealthy for so long, you don't even know what way is up. Right. You don't know if you can trust your own thoughts, your own feelings. Mm-hmm. It's it's just everything just seems muddled. Mm-hmm. And so taking that time to really sort through and having somebody to, yeah. to help you with that. A trusted source. Yeah. yeah for me, honestly... I had God, and mm. and that was who led me down that path. But not everybody, well, everybody can have that, mm. but everybody's journey looks different. And yeah. so it might be a person that God's right. placed in your life that helps you down that path. So, yeah, that mm-hmm. that's what it looked like for me. Mm. Well, thanks for sharing. I just as we're unpacking it, and I just was thinking of that, like, and and I'm always drawn back to that now when when we talk about these types of things. I'm like, wow, like. What that must have felt like to be on that edge, to be on that ledge, to take the step and say, God, I'm going to trust you. I have no idea what's going to happen, but I know you're enough. And so I'm just going to walk in with that. Anyways, that, that's something that I was really processes through every time we hear or share our story. Now that really becomes a, a new sense in my mind or a new th- thought process. So yeah. Tough love. It is is about having courage to take action even when we are scared. <laughs> I guess that's what we're uh, alluding to, or just finished talking about there, right? Like safeguarding our own well-being while also considering the other person. Understanding our own boundaries and responsibilities, it enables us to courageously say, like, no, your behavior is not okay, right? It it enables us to be able to say to our loved one that it's not okay to treat me. It's not okay to treat others blank, right? Kind of in this This way. way. Like you can feel like we can feel scared at the same time 
but we can also be brave enough to take healthy action. And and that's what you're even just sharing right there, right? Like you were scared, like yeah. as we were processing and taking, as you were learning to take those steps, but you were also still willing to take those healthy action steps moving yeah. forward. Yeah. And again, like this is where that unbiased support system or that person who's there to help us or, you know, that kind of the inner circle that is emotionally, potentially emotional, like they care about us, but like the, they're not emotionally attached as, as yeah, they deep can be as objective. we are. So they can be objective. They can evaluate. They can make suggestions or even see changes. They can even be really honest about what's really happening and what they're really seeing. Because sometimes, you know, we can get too close to the situation and we not really see reality well. Or as you were saying, not, like not even trust our own emotions. We don't even know what way is up, what way is down. We don't know where to turn. Yeah. And having that trusted source can really help us navigate through some of these things. And I will say that like these trusted sources are really helpful when they're on the side of the marriage, they're on the side of the relationship. Yeah. They're willing to call you out on your own stuff as much as they're willing to call out the other person that's in these things. Like they're trying to make like these trusted people, the goal is that they are trying to make the relationship healthier. Yeah, and in this case, we are specifically talking about cutting out destructive, abusive, toxic stuff. And so in this situation, yes, we need that that clear of both sides, but we also need that support to say like, no, that this has got to go. Yeah. It just cannot continue any longer. Yeah. Sorry, if you kind of he- keep hearing this like up and down, up and down our cat or our daughter's cat, I realize... We have left a lid off of some steak on the counter, <laughs> and she is happily jumping back and forth. It's quite entertaining to watch. Oh my! Yeah, she didn't As, catch a mouse, but she caught some leftovers. Yeah, sorry, it, it's distracting me here. A, a I think I bit. should deal with that. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm back. That's yeah. all taken care of. Little tough love on the cat. <laughs> yeah. No steak for you. Yeah. All right, so as we begin to wrap up today, we wanted to leave all of us with with this point from the article as we found it to be very helpful. It's summertime. (laughs) And it's summer. Our daughter is coming in the back door. Oh, she just let our son's dog in. It's in and out. (laughs) It's summertime. We've got a zoo. (laughs) Kids and dogs and cats. Oh, my. That's good. All right, this article. We found it really helpful. A point Mm. that they made, the article emphasized that one of the most important truths about tough love is that it's primarily about you, Mm. not about the person doing wrong. And so that can be hard to to hear, but (laughs) yes, we also do want the other person to, to recognize and acknowledge the harm that they're causing, to change their behavior, But again, like we've already said, we can't control them. Mm. We can only control ourselves. We can become confident. We can become strong. We can Mm -hmm. become aware of our own boundaries, needs, and responsibilities. We can take positive action to change the relationship. Mm -hmm. But again, we can't force them. And so really all of this, it, it is about 
each and every one of us. Yeah, so true. So true. And that's all the time that we have today. <laughs> I wish that we could uncover some more things. But as always, and this is what we said at the beginning, we were just going to really be scraping the top of this and introducing the article. We really highly recommend. We've included a link. So we highly recommend reading through the article and checking it out. Next week, though, we are going to continue the topic of tough love. And we're actually going to look at some steps that they suggest to really how to put tough love into action. And we'll also share a little bit of what it looked like in our marriage as well as we learned it and processed it and put it into action. But as always, we have some questions for everyone to process and to think through. And here are those questions for, for today's topic. In what ways am I confident, strong, aware of my own boundaries, needs, and responsibilities? And then the flip side of that is, in what ways am I not confident, strong, and aware of my own boundaries, needs, and responsibilities? And finally, how is my understanding of tough love different from the article? Before we say bye, we wanted to let you know about a fantastic sale that's happening. Here is Neil and Cheryl Josephson, the directors of Family Life Canada. If you're married, we want to encourage you with this. There's more. Whether you're in a great season, a rough patch, or feeling a little disconnected, there is a path to more closeness and joy in your relationship. So please join us at a Family Life Canada Weekend Getaway Marriage Conference. You've got 10 to choose from at breathtaking locations across Canada starting this fall and into next spring. Right now, our summer special is on the lowest rate of the year to register or give this to friends or family, but only until July the 23rd. To learn more, head over to FamilyLifeCanada.com. Your marriage is so worth it. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk with you next week. Bye.